Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's Steminist is the daughter of another legendary Steminist. Not only did she live up to her mother's legacy, but she even took home a Nobel Prize of her own. Our Steminist of the day is Irene Juliot Curie. Irene was born in 1897 in Paris, France, to the legendary scientists Marie and Pierre Curie. Irene began her formal schooling when she was 10, but after only a year of traditional school, her mother recognized Irene's incredible talent for math and decided to find a more challenging environment for her young daughter. Marie and a group of other prominent French scholars decided to start a group they called the Cooperative. The Cooperative consisted of some of the most talented academics in France who each contributed to educating each other's children. The children were taught in the homes of the various teachers, and the curriculum was broad and diverse. It included a heavy focus on science and scientific research, and also included Chinese, sculpture, and self-expression, among other subjects. Irene attended the cooperative for two years before starting at a college. She moved to the Sorbonne in 1914 to finish her bachelor's degree, but her studies were interrupted by the outbreak of World War I. Initially, Irene was sent to the countryside, far from any fighting. But then in 1915, her mother asked for Irene's help in running the 20 mobile field hospitals that Marie had set up with very primitive X-ray machines based on the Curie's work on radioactivity. These machines were hailed by doctors for their ability to save lives by quickly locating shrapnel. But Irene and her mother had to personally work as nurse radiographers in the field due to the machine's complexity. Both were exposed to significant radiation. After the war, Irene returned to Paris to continue her studies at the Radium Institute, which had been established by her parents. She was working on her PhD there when she was asked to teach the proper laboratory techniques for working with radiochemical materials to a young chemical engineer named Frédéric Julio. The two brilliant scientists quickly fell in love and got married. It would turn into an incredible marriage of the minds, much like that of Irene's parents. In 1928, Irene and Frédéric decided to combine their efforts into the study of the atomic nuclei, which had yet to be fully defined. The two were successful in identifying both the positron and the neutron through their research, but didn't appreciate the significance of their findings, and two other scientists eventually got credit for the discoveries. No matter, just six years later, in 1934, Irene and Frédéric made an entirely different discovery that ensured their place in scientific history. While Irene's parents had changed the scientific world with their research into naturally occurring radioactive elements, Irene and Frédéric took that work and did something incredible with it. They figured out how to turn one element into another through the use of radiation, allowing for the creation of artificial radioactive materials. It was a game-changing discovery. While it was difficult and pretty dangerous to cultivate and purify naturally occurring radioactive materials, it was relatively easy to change an element such as aluminum with alpha particles in a lab to create radioactive phosphorus isotopes. Since the use of radioactive materials, particularly in medicine, was growing rapidly, 
this discovery suddenly allowed for the quick creation of cheap, plentiful material. Irene and Frédéric won the 1935 Nobel Prize for their discovery. And she didn't stop there. Irene then accepted a professorship and led a research group that did pioneering work into the nuclei of the element radium. It was the work done by Irene's group that led a trio of German physicists, including another seminist we'll be covering later this month, to discover nuclear fission. During World War II, while Frédéric fought for the French resistance, Irene contracted tuberculosis. She had to leave for Switzerland to recover and took their two children with her. After the war, Irene accepted the directorship at the Radium Institute in Paris. She also became passionately involved in anti-war activism and in the promotion of women's rights and women's education. In 1946, Irene was caught in a terrible lab accident when a sealed capsule of polonium exploded on her lab bench and accidentally exposed her to the highly radioactive material. She was treated with antibiotics and operated upon multiple times to relieve her pain and suffering, but her condition deteriorated over time. Still, Irene continued to work for nine more years. On March 17, 1956, Irene passed away from leukemia at the Curie Hospital in Paris. She was 56 years old. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another remarkable Steminist. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.